0: everybody, this is Sarah.
1: And this is Rob.
0: And you're listening to How Much Do We Love, episode 135. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I haven't talked to you since last year.
1: Not since last year. Um, it, We're back. I'm back in Chicago. The when, holidays are over. How were they? They were lovely. You yeah. know, it, there, there was something, you know, it was kind of six of one, half a dozen of the other. Six mm-hmm. of one four tenths of the other like it was yeah um it was fun to be in a different city for all the holidays but then part of me is ready to be back yeah I like I actually said to someone the other day I when I got back to uh the to Lincoln Square the little business district near my apartment I was happy that there was still Christmas decorations up you
0: didn't totally miss it
1: no I was like oh yay I can still like see you know but um, I'm I'm glad to be back. We had that lovely time in D.C. I got to meet um, some different listeners that listen to uh, our show and to PNS Explosion, and um, went to tons of great museums. And you know, we should remind
0: yeah. listeners or new listeners: Rob was um, doing a extension. He had done a production of Candide in Chicago, that then moved to D.C. for a couple months. So you were yeah. there performing. Um, now, how did it go with your irrational fear of statues?
1: This is um, it went better, and I started to pinpoint which kind of statues really freak me out.
0: Right, and you, teased, Rob, took a little bit of video that I'm going to put yes. together for a video upcoming video episode. Yes. I mean, he tries to conquer some of those fears and maybe right. get to the bottom of them.
1: Yeah, we got to the bottom of it. Um, I basically found out that white white statues are scarier to me than bronze or dark colored statues. Um, larger than life. Is well, you a... don't
0: have to explain it now because I think you do a good job on the video.
1: Well, it's a, there was a lot of them though. Yeah. That, and the worst thing about a statue is them surprising you.
0: Oh, you said that and from that, day one.
1: Oh my gosh. I about died when I went on the tour of the Capitol building. <laughs> First of all, it, well, there's statues everywhere, but then they tell you at the beginning of the of the uh, tour, the tour guide is like, and we'll be ending our tour in the ha- national hall of statuary. And oh. I was like, Oh God, get me out of here.
0: Well, I kept seeing your check-ins on Gowalla over the couple of months and I think one day I sent you a text said, Your check-ins are making me nervous because you were checking in at like monument after monument and memorial. So close it's like, to oh them. no, so many statues.
1: And on some of them I was just like, as my comment writing, scary. Scary. Or I would be like, not that scary. Did it right. I did, did all okay. right the <laughs> <laughs>
0: Excellent. Well, we're glad you're back in Chicago. I was in That's Chicago cool. over the holidays without you.
1: Which was so strange it to was me.
0: Very strange.
1: I dare say I didn't like it. Like I felt territorial. I know you lived in Chicago before I did, <laughs> for but years. I was like, "How dare you be there without me?" <laughs>
0: well, <laughs> and I did all my Rob things. I went to I, all of our oh, places. That was the
1: worst gowala check-in day for, on my end, <laughs> where it's <was> like, <laughs> "I warned <"Really>? you." Said we're about going to the Violet Hour and to Ben Cafe and to Open Mic.
0: I doing- know we thank did you. it all i had a really great visit with my friends and we had great shows at davenport on new year's eve they were super super fun thank you for all you listeners who came it was really nice to meet you um it was great it was super fun and uh you know what we didn't talk about talking about do we have an announcement to make
1: i think we do have an announcement <laughs> I mean, we forgot to, to
0: discuss that we were, we're talk like, about it
1: we should let the cat out of the bag yes um We are going to take our first stab at doing How Much Do We Love live. And that's not recording live over the internet. We need an actual uh, cabaret variety show of Sarah and Rob in the flesh. Talking uh, and singing. Talking and singing. Yeah, We're going to do it here um, in Chicago very soon on February 21st, which is on a Monday night. And I know that seems weird to have a big show on a Monday night, but that's kind of the night that uh, many actors do said one-night-only right. concert,
0: Dark night kind of thing.
1: So it's uh, going to be at the Willmet Theater. And uh, rest assured, we will, as more information about tickets and reservations are coming in, we'll keep you posted on howmuchdoelove.com and on the Facebook page and on Twitter. But we're very excited. We've never done a cabaret show together. In all, but, you know, we've never... And we've both done a lot of cabaret. We met at a cabaret bar We've never like got to know done each other. anything together.
0: Have we ever done any performing together in no. all the time we've known each other? No. And it's kind of a small performing community I even in Chicago. Th- I don't
1: even think that we have sung a karaoke duet together.
0: I think you might be right. Well, it's all going to change. Have, we
1: have sung at Old Fashioned Piano Party. Yes. <laughs> when we sang a stirring rendition of Country Roads, Take Me Home. In a really unfortunate key for me. Oh, yeah. And we took a video of it, Country which will never... Roads! never see the light of day
0: never so february 21st it's president's day so a lot of you have a three day weekend uh come on to chicago it's actually up in the northern suburbs we will have all the info but we're super excited more to come
1: more to come and um really excited yeah we're really really excited and really uh,
0: really really excited really really really. okay
1: (laughs) so (laughs) that that's happening
0: Okay, I also have to just do a little bit of a correction, because when we announced the winners of our holiday seasonal cocktail contest, I referred to one of the winners as Nan, the creator of the Christmas Sangria Punch. Yes. Her name is Nanette. Nanette. (laughs) She's always emailed with the name Nanette. She's on Twitter with the name Nanette. She is a podcaster. She and her husband Tim have a podcast called For Whatever Reason – and her name is Nanette. I don't know why we called her Nan. Mortified. I think it's cuz when we were taking notes about um the winners and when we made we made like a word document with all the recipes and right. somehow it got shortened to Nan and so we called her Nan. And so Nanette, I apologize. <laughs> it's just mortified.
1: Especially since you gave us such a delicious holiday treat. You know where I ended up finding my mulling spices was Trader Joe's of all places.
0: You know, I saw them there the other day and thought, why Well, I didn't thought of it when when you,
1: you said in that episode you're like, I couldn't find mulling spices anywhere.
0: Yes, it was terrible.
1: And I sure as anything when I was going to buy uh some dry white wine to make the sangria, found uh found some mulling I spices. I just saw right it there.
0: today. Or now, now I have
1: a ton of mulling spices, so I feel like I might be Serving holiday sangria year round through the spring.
0: <laughs> Just don't call it Nanette's. Ho- I mean Nan's holiday. Nan. See, I still can't get it right. It's Nanette. <laughs> it's not and Nanette is an excellent name. Yes, Nan. Okay, so here's our first topic. How much do we love finding something out that maybe everybody knew but you for a long time? So I sure. learned something today that I heard and thought, "What really?" Does everyone know that but me? So I want to ask you if you know this. Okay. Because I did put it on Facebook, and the consensus was a lot of other people didn't know. Okay. But I feel like you're going to know this already, and you'll have known this for years. Did you know, prepared for your mind to be blown if you didn't know, that on the ends of the aluminum foil and plastic wrap box, there are little press-in tabs that you press in to lock the roll in place? What? Yes! Yes!
1: No way!
0: Yes, it's true. But well, that is the one like
1: design flaw with those. But well, apparently, roll pops out.
0: Yes. Well, apparently, there have been tabs there all this time. Come on. I had no. I figured you knew. I thought you'd be like everyone in Iowa knew that because no. your mom cooked and no. I'm kind of secretly glad you didn't know. Yeah. So I put that on Facebook today and no, I've been almost everybody to... said they didn't know or they I... just recently found out.
1: Is that, a, is that a new development?
0: I don't believe it is.
1: Do we have any listeners who are uh, work for the Reynolds Corporation who can get back to us about this? It's not just Reynolds. It's
0: like a standard they all thing. They Yes, I kind of want you to pause and go get your foil. Oh, I'm just saying.
1: <laughs> it's a long ways away. It's a
0: long ways away. It's on Snopes. That's how it's seriously a topic on Snopes, you know, where they debunk or tell you if it's true internet rumors and myths. Claim yeah. boxes of aluminum foil commonly include lock tabs to help hold the rolls in place. Status, true. And it has photos.
1: I never knew this.
0: It says push it. They should push tell lock you that. Why isn't
1: the there an arrow or something that Apparently says. Apparently
0: there is. Have you ever looked You're
1: at kidding the, me. Have you
0: ever looked at the short yeah, Because ends? There's
1: clearly a thing. There's clearly a thing about the teeth there where you can. Right. You know, what, I am
0: carrying my laptop into the kitchen to go look at my foil right now because I learned this when
1: I was at work I and I didn't so. actually look. All right. I'm going to follow your lead. I'm carrying my laptop.
0: All right. Now, clearly, there are two reaction, possible reactions to this question. One, we're which both, is. We're both going to
1: get a little more echoey because of the tile. That yes. I'm, getting, I'm sure.
0: There they are. There's the tab. I've got. This is on Safeway brand foil. Let's see. I've got glad cling wrap right there. Push tab okay. to secure roll.
1: Reynolds parchment paper. Reynolds parchment not, is not. not so much. No, I just was um, picking
0: up the same. Nor the wax paper. Yes, but
1: uh, Saran brand, mm-hmm. Semium has uh, has a little thing that says. I, I have tabs. I have
0: three boxes here with tabs. Let's see, are you, huh. are you pressing it?
1: I am pressing I'm it. I'm
0: gonna press it. You guys, so so what I was saying, there are clearly two possible reactions to this. Yes, you morons. How did you not know that? Or what? So That's we would like I to know which was your, was. which was your, I was sure that you would know. Cause it seemed like a folksy growing up on sort of a rural yeah. area thing that you would know. Well,
1: <laughs> oh, I'm all right. I've just pushed them in. You know, I have a friend who works for the SC Johnson wax uh, family. Maybe she can bring us uh, boxes of saran wrap to give away at our, our live show.
0: That would be great.
1: <laughs> who doesn't like saran wrap?
0: Nobody. Now that was kind of exciting, right? Very so now I can, and I didn't. I told Rob. I said for the first topic, I'm going to ask you a question, but I didn't know. I didn't want to tell you what it was, well, so I, thought, I wanted to. I'm glad, I'm glad to it say. wasn't
1: anything deeper. I was. Oh no no. Sweating it there for a second.
0: <laughs> well, also no. Um, <laughs> so how much do we love? It's not even that I love the tabs. It's just that I love that they're there, and I did not know, and I'm almost 41. Wow. And the weird thing was, a lot of people on Facebook said I just learned that six months ago. So what happened six months ago? Was there some sort of public service
1: announcement about it? Here's what's happening. Hmm. I'm going to email this friend who works for the SC Johnson Wax Company, which is located in like a town in Wisconsin, just straight north of Chicago. So a lot of Chicago people work there. I'm going to ask her to find out when that became part of the boxes.
0: and it, But it doesn't seem to be brand specific. It just seems to be. Right. Well, says, I just
1: want to know, when did the SC Johnson yeah. people start? When did they start, start? When did you start doing that little feature? Yeah. And why don't more people know? What no, I'm not going to say that part. Because she'll <laughs> probably be like, because you're an idiot.
0: <laughs> I thought I was an idiot. and I was prepared to embrace it. I totally thought this was like when I thought you've got your work cut out for you meant it was going to be really easy for years. And then was just so tickled to learn that it means the exact opposite. Oh. This is kind of in that family. Because that's yeah. funny, right? When you're like, wow, I was well, just been Relax,
1: Relax. You've got your work cut out for you. <laughs> it makes
0: more sense to me. It's, it's still time. So it totally makes more sense. They've cut it out already. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, if your job was a cutter.
0: If, you're worse. if you were a if seamstress. If you were working
1: in the garment district. Well, we,
0: that's where I thought it originated. <laughs>
1: You thought it was some immigrants from Eastern Europe. You just
0: have to sew it together. You've got your—it's cut oh, out for you already. It's Already
1: cut out for you. Relax.
0: What does it mean? How does it work the other way? I don't, I don't it's know. It's still—I—I I accept I
1: it. I love <laughs>
0: it. <still>, oh, <laughs> I used to say that all the time.
1: I, I could oh. just see people being like,
0: "Huh?" And no one ever said a
1: word. That's people are very nice when they <sighs> want to.
0: Well, anyway, I was super, super excited. According to Snopes, it says for a number of years now, many manufacturers of household use aluminum foil and plastic wrap have included lock tabs in their packaging to help keep pesky rolls from springing out of their boxes.
1: I had no idea.
0: Oh, that's good. Don't you feel good about that? I do. I feel like after we hang up, I have to go in and punch all the tabs. Yeah. So I had three boxes in there with tabs. Because
1: if you ever use like the industrial thing, like if you're working in like a cafeteria or a, a mm-hmm. catering company or something, those have like a rod through the middle or like. Yes. Which makes sense. Well,
0: hmm. I am, was flabbergasted and delighted to learn about this today.
1: Okay. Delighted. That's delightful.
0: I was super excited. So there you have it. Okay. There you have it. How much do we love the aluminum locking tabs and the fact that they exist?
1: Now, uh, something that we both got for the holidays was Mad Hungry, the
0: Mm -hmm. cookbook
1: by Lucinda Scala Quinn.
0: Who we talked about either last episode or the one before. We adore her cooking television personality.
1: So now I have, uh, this is one of the things I love about um, doing this show with you is that sometimes we have similar we both want to do the topic, but then it's when I talk to you about it, I learn more about the topic that I didn't even appreciate yet.
0: And And person. I can
1: say that with the Mad Hungry, I, of course, have never noticed her jazzy tops. So jazzy. And now, every time I'm watching it, I'm like, wow, well, oh, look at that yellow blousey number. Bravo,
0: look that, Lucinda. Look at that peacock blue with right? a
1: key, keyhole yes. cut out at to the top. yes. Yeah. Very cute. She always has a cute top. And I'm obsessed in putting it at the top of my list for my wedding registry. I want one of those La Creuset yes. pans that she has, that white cast iron enamel. I, I
0: figured out what it is. Oh, it is the three-quart or maybe three-and-a-half-quart casserole, sometimes called a brazier. Mm-hmm. I found it. It is $199. It is now in my Amazon wish list in cassis, which is a oh, beautiful dark purple color note to anyone shopping for my Amazon wish list. It's there. <laughs> it's <laughs> my purchase coming. And so fact, I found those things oh, out. Yes. But I was gonna say that there's a Le Creuset outlet.
1: Yes, there is. Like that's, my, m- that's where my my uh Dutch oven and my stock pot are from. Well not have-
0: from the one in Gilroy that well, I've so never gone into.
1: From the one in the suburbs of Chicago. Well, there
0: you go. Well I'm totally going and I'm gonna find one of these one of those pants. A lot of people said that they were interested in that pan or they had that pan.
1: Well, can I get? and the, here's a bonus. How much do we love a okay. kitchen gadget that I love? I love the La Creuset rubber scraper spatula that is half s- rubber scraper and half spoon.
0: Oh, I don't have that.
1: It's perfect. Nice. Especially if you're doing like cookie dough or something because you don't – you can like get big mounds out and like Ooh. into – it has like a little bit more of a spoon shape, but it's still a rubber scraper. Okay. And it's heat resistant. So if you're sauteing, you That's can use good. it. In.
0: Because my Ikea spatula that I was just using the other day, not heat resistant.
1: Oh, <laughs> ask, no. how,
0: ask how I know. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> okay, so I wanted to talk about one of yes, my favorite recipes I'm of hers hungry. that I have now made three times in about two weeks.
1: Three times?
0: I've made it three times. Love it. It's her, she calls it flat roast chicken. Mm -hmm. now I am eating sort of less meat these days and I'm trying to be conscious about buying organic and free range so I've been trying to get the most economical cuts so I've been I also realized that buying a whole chicken is kind of the way to go you're going to eat a chicken so what she does is the technique is called spatchcocking she never mentions but it is true it's called to spatchcock a chicken you actually cut the backbone out of it so you flip it take your whole chicken you flip it over you take your kitchen shears I'm going to tell you the whole recipe because it's so simple. And then you just cut along the backbone and then you cut along the other side of the backbone. Done. Put that in a bag, save it for stock in the freezer. Then you press the sides down so it ends up really flat. So it's like butterflying. Right. Right. You heat up on your stove. You heat your oven to 400 degrees. On your stove, you heat a skillet. Um, I like to use a 12-inch cast iron skillet, which is also possibly a future topic because I'm really enjoying my cast iron skillet. Heat that up with about a tablespoon of oil and butter in it, super hot. You season your chicken with whatever you want—salt, pepper. I like a little garlic, salt, and paprika, a la Jungle March. Mm-hmm. Get it blazing hot. Throw that chicken in, skin side down, so breast side down, mm-hmm. for about—and don't touch it for like three minutes, and uh, and then it will brown, right? When it starts to brown, flip it. If you it.
1: touch it, it's going to stick, right? I think you I've have seen to just not that. touch
0: oh, it okay. until just, it's like, done just, browning. Like, let it sit. Yes. Okay. Then you take some tongs very carefully, flip it over, stick it in the oven for about, the, and you want a smallest chicken, you want like three to four pounds, for about 40, 45 minutes till it's 165 degrees. Mm. Done. People, this is the best roast chicken. I'm good at roasting chicken. I will say, I make a good whole, old school, whole shaped roast chicken. Yeah. But on New Year's Day, my girlfriend and I made this for our special New Year's Day dinner. And we couldn't believe how good it was. I came back to Chicago. I made one like three days later. I went last weekend. I had some friends for dinner, made it again. Everybody marveled over it. What's great about it is the skin gets, all of the skin gets crispy as opposed Mm. to the bottom half of it just sitting in its own goo when you roast a whole chicken. Right, right, right. And because it's flattened out, it cooks really quickly and it cooks really evenly as opposed to, you know, the breast gets dried out when the, while well, the dark meat is finishing cooking. I'm telling yeah. you, and if you just Google for flat roast chicken, you will find a thousand references to this recipe and they're all listened to Scala Quinn's recipe. All le- links back to the same.
1: Is there any sort of sauce scenario go- that uh, goes
0: on? You could, you could make a sauce in the pan drippings, you know, but it doesn't you not need it. It's so juicy and delicious.
1: Now, I'm, a- I'm asking that because I feel like I've seen that episode plus after you said you, made it. I, like, flipped to that page in the cookbook. Doesn't she do something she with lemon? She does the sauce with and lemon. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, lemon and white wine with the drippings. Yes. Delicious, but you don't need it, you're saying.
0: And you know that I am a sauce fan. Oh, yeah. I love sauce. I don't feel the need for a sauce for this. And then, and you don't carve it. You just cut it up. Right? You just cut it into pieces. Mm-hmm. Oh, my
1: gosh. It's
0: really good, you guys. I don't know that I can ever make a chicken the regular way again.
1: So... so what was your, and what was the oven temperature? 400. So you can easily like have a sheet pan of roasted vegetables Along. right in there too. Yeah, wouldn't, I, I wouldn't
0: do them in the same pan because no, I think no, 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 then no. they would steam, a, steam the chicken a little bit. You right, don't want right. any moisture in there.
1: But you could have like.
0: Mm-hmm. What's what we did? We did potatoes. I did turnips with mine one time. The other night I did some roasted green beans with a little fresh lemon zest.
1: I'm obsessed with roasted Brussels sprouts right now.
0: Ooh, those are good. Yeah. Well, you've got to make, well, you don't like chicken on the bone. So I know that this might be not do um,
1: But I was looking at the way she was cutting it though. Mm-hmm. And I think that would, I think, I think I could do it.
0: I feel uh-huh. like it's also just really fun to make. And yeah. then, you know, you get several meals out of it when you're a single person okay. or we had leftovers when I had some folks over for dinner. It was very impressive looking. Did I send you the picture? Yes. It's beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, and I think people are intimidated by the spatchcocking.
1: That doesn't intimidate me. I got to tell you one easy. but like a whole chicken sometimes does because I get worried about meat temperature with poultry. So I feel like this would help me get over some of my fears of like, oh gosh, did it cook through? Mm-hmm. Because I get nervous about areas being pink and no. other areas being dry. You
0: can't go wrong with this. Yeah. And another nice thing, is that because it only takes about 45 minutes you could do it on a weeknight because for me a roast chicken I would never come home from work yeah. take a chicken out of the refrigerator and then make a whole roast chicken I'd be ready to go to bed so well, she's her is cookbook genius. is one
1: of those great cookbooks that reads like a. Um, you know, like a Mm -hmm. novel or a book. And I think that's, she says it came out of that very thing that she needed to make something on a weeknight Mm -hmm. or after some, she'd been working. So it's like, well, I want to do this, but we need to eat now. Yeah. So she was just trying to figure out a way to make a roast chicken, but make it fast. Yeah,
0: it's genius. I'm telling you, I'm never, I don't, I just don't think I could ever go back to making a whole chicken again. Because any way that I would roast a chicken the old way, you could do the same herbs and flavors and whatever you want, just put whatever you want on it. Love it! Oh, so crispy and delicious. Love it. All right. I want chicken now. Well, let's now let's do a topic that is vegetarian friendly. What's next?
1: Um, how much do you love Epic Mickey on the Nintendo Wii?
0: I don't know. I want you to tell me because oh, it's so
1: much fun. I had
0: my hand on it in the store and I didn't. Well,
1: for Hanukkah, Doug got me uh donkey kong country return or mm-hmm. whatever that one is called and then he got himself epic mickey and about a week in to both of us playing our own games uh-huh. i was like i think your game looks like more fun Ooh. and i ended up switching over and now i'm almost at the end i'm like at the very very end That's, so
0: now is much it fun is it like a quest-based like a Zelda is, or a Mario it is or you know
1: more quest-based like Zelda than it is like Mario okay although I, I I know this language only because I read a review of it it is still considered a platform game in that there is lots of like jumping mm-hmm. to do and jumping skills to do mm-hmm. um, but it is more like Zelda in that there are scenarios where you're in a town and you have to go to talk to so-and-so. And and she's like, I need ice cream for my ice cream cake. And you have to go to the other village and go to the ice cream store and get ice cream for her and bring it back. And then you get a reward. So there's like moments of like fighting bad guys. And then there's moments of just like jumping skills. And then there's long stretches of running around and talking to other fun characters and finding stuff. And then And then there's
0: something about a paintbrush.
1: Well that's it. Your uh your weapon of choice, and it's very Disney, but it's also not as cheesy as it sounds. You have a Mickey has a paintbrush and he can either spray paint out of it or he can spray paint thinner. Mm-hmm. So the scenario is he's going through this damaged, twisted, dark version of Disneyland. Mm-hmm. So there's like Tomorrowland and there's Adventureland where the pirates are, and there's the haunted mansion. And there's Main Street and all these different places. And the buildings are kind of half painted. And if you spray your paint at it, you restore all the buildings. And then you get like good mojo for doing that. Okay. But then if you see a bad guy, you can spray paint at him and turn him into a good guy. And then he helps you fight off other bad guys. Or it would be you... great
0: if that happened in real life.
1: Totally. Or you can thin them out and they go away. So you all have right. Your choice of and and there's all these kind of like little lessons that you know you think for little kids would be great and then as an adult you're like okay that's cool I kind of dig that where it says however you act whether you decide to paint things or thin things out Mm -hmm. will affect your game and and the outcome of how things happen so it seems to me like a game you can play more than once and there's Certainly different things that are like, you can decide to, if you decide to thin out this whole fortress, there's one ending that happens. If you decide to restore everything and restore all the artwork for the librarian, you get another kind of, so I, of course I'm trying to be like a, a good little Mickey Mouse and going through and restoring everything and being nice. And, But even like the worst, worst bad guys, you can turn them into good guys.
0: I like that know cool. I have to say I was kind of turned that off by the Mickey up. aspect of it.
1: That's the the only thing I don't like is that um, you know, like when you're playing Zelda for a while, you can it almost gets comical, like the sound of Link's like grunts when he jumps, uh-huh. uh, or when he's getting beaten up. Um, that's kind of the only thing I don't like is that when Mickey is jumping, a lot of times you get it like whoo ha whoo ha <laughs> and like a, that weird old timey <laughs> falsetto. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Mickey Mouse. After a while, I'm like, "All right, shut it, Mickey."
0: You know what I'm realizing? I yes. think Mickey Mouse creeps me out a little bit.
1: Well, this is very creepy, and it and it's and it's about ultimately there being a rivalry between Oswald, who was the rabbit that Walt Disney first created, hmm. and Oswald got like put in this secret other alternate universe of Disneyland mm-hmm. that it's called Ozland. And it looks like Disneyland, but it's all kind of effed up a little bit. Like, like the it's a Small World area. It like, has a river of paint thinner that you can't step in. But it looks like it's a Small World, but it all looks a little jacked up. So it 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 it's not as cheesy as one would think. Like, right. super squeaky clean Disney. It's definitely very dark and right. fun, and I liked it a lot. And all being right. a little bit of a Disney nerd and liking the parks, yeah, I love.
0: I think that's what I'm realizing as you're talking. I'm realizing that I don't think I was ever into Mickey Mouse, even when I was a little kid.
1: Yeah, he's never one of my favorites.
0: I don't think I was super into the Disney now that I think about it. We never went to Disney World until I was older.
1: I don't know. I I definitely liked all all the Disney things. And there's like lots of moments where you're... um, like in between the different worlds, you do like miniature little platform things that are like old school two dimensional jumping mm-hmm. where you're inside of film reels of classic Mickey things. So you're like inside of Mickey and the Beanstalk or Steamboat Willie or some of those like classic ones that even if you weren't into Disney, you probably saw at some point at the at like a movie theater right. that they showed them beforehand or something.
0: Is there a section for Mickey and Maud?
1: Uh, no, there is not. There is not. That would have been Nor, a good surprise to no, That would have been a good, a Easter good, egg. you unlock <laughs> Mickey and Maud. <laughs> One of the little surprises, though, you can unlock Walt's apartment in Main Street, which is like only I I was like online and only like super nerdy Disney nerds oh, would know. Fancy. That where Walt's apartment is in Disneyland in California.
0: All right. Well, was, I will check so it so out. Do you know where fun. that's
1: at? Mm-hmm. I don't know.
0: Yeah. You know, I have need to get down to Disneyland. I've never been.
1: I haven't either. Maybe next time um, I do a California trip with you, we'll we check could it go.
0: out. Yeah,
1: because we know what the run on rides are now, thanks to the Barry family.
0: We do, we do, and where to get the good churros. All right, let's recap.
1: Let's recap. Um, Hi. we had fan- we had a fantastic uh, time in New Year's Eve in yes. our respective places.
0: Her name is Nanette.
1: <laughs> Her name is Nanette, not Nan. No. We uh, salute you and your sangria.
0: Yes. And both of your syllables. Yes. Uh, we love finding out that there are push and lock tabs at the end of the tinfoil and saran app boxes.
1: That's amazing to me. I still. also just
0: kind of love that I never knew that. And that's been there for who knows how long.
1: It's good to remember that you can learn things still. Absolutely. This. This advanced stage of our lives.
0: <laughs> I know. Where's my, <laughs> where's my cane? Wait a minute.
1: Oh, my.
0: Oh, we love Lucinda Scalaquin's flat roast chicken recipe. Oh, you guys. Make it. I'm telling you. And also, I'm just going to say, it doesn't have to be a cast iron skillet. It just has to be an oven proof, any kind of skillet.
1: Love it. And we love Epic Mickey, a perfect, fun game to play if you're looking for something to do on these bitter cold winter nights like we in chicago
0: it was like 70 degrees here this weekend
1: it was, oh it was, stop with that it was
0: crazy. no it was it was crazy even for here also that so that game is for the Wii, fyi that i don't know if it's on any other platforms and um as soon as we tell you how you should get your tickets for yes. how much do we love live at the wilmette theater on february 21st in wilmette illinois which is up on the north shore
1: Very exciting. Even if you happen to be coming to Chicago to visit, it is easily accessible by the Metra commuter train. You can get up there. Um, We hope to see a bunch of you Chicago folk and and beyond there. It's going to be fun.
0: You guys, there might be prizes.
1: I'm pretty sure there's going to be some prizes.
0: There are going to be prizes. I know. (laughs) I'm really excited. I can't wait. There's going to be singing
1: yes lots of singing oh it's gonna so, be good
0: there's gonna be some original songs
1: there's gonna be some segments that you've all become uh familiar with oh, it's some gonna topics be good. yeah
0: um Fun. all right so get your tickets as soon as we send you information on how to do that yes. um and we'll see you next time on how much do we love
1: goodbye everybody